This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme, where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. The architecture of most parliamentary buildings says a lot about the ambitions of a government, while also providing clues into the actions of a previous regime. And Geneva's City Hall is no different. The building which was first constructed in the 1500s has endured a hodgepodge of largely uninspiring alterations over the years. But its latest iteration is particularly uplifting. Local architecture firm Bonut Zapata were tasked with the sensitive reimagining of the space, opening up the storied building to foster dialogue and democracy. For more on the project, here's this show's regular host, Nick Manise. Perched on a hill in a historic neighbourhood, Geneva City Hall has been the seat of cantonal power since the 16th century. The building itself has never been a finished object. Over the course of 500 years, there has been constant new additions responding to new needs. And the latest of those was identified in 2011, when the city held a competition to reimagine the parliamentary rooms and chamber for the first time since an ill-fated interior fit-out in 1958. The commission was awarded to Geneva-based design studio Bonhut Zapata, who set about creating a government building that goes beyond simply setting policy for the Swiss city. The project is about opening the space up, which is felt most profoundly in the main council chamber. In the lofty hall, the architects have added an eye-catching, multifaceted, oak-slatted structure, which covers the space. It reaches up towards the roof, where a new skylight fills the room with natural light, a glow that is complemented by an elaborate lighting system from Lebanon's PS Lab. The theme of transparency continues with the removal of existing stained glass windows, which, while beautiful, didn't allow for much natural light to flow in. They've been replaced by translucent panes that now allow the deputies to look out on the metropolis that they're responsible for, while also allowing their electorate to look into the building when the parliament is in session. The personal responsibility of every deputy is also enhanced by the fact that, rather than sitting along a bench, as is typical in many parliaments, each has their own desk and walnut armchair by Finn Yule. Significantly, the chamber was also reconfigured into a semicircular seating plan, a much friendlier layout than the previous arrangement, which placed politicians opposite each other. Moving beyond the main hall, the Bonhut Zapata team also revitalised a number of other rooms in the building including the welcome chamber, where it uncovered and restored the room's original shape, and the parliament's cafe, chancellery and administration offices. Each space has distinct characteristics, but they're beautifully united by a consistency of materials. A robust selection of green marble, brass, oak and walnut is deployed throughout, with additional lighting from Parachilna. The result is a cohesive environment that's representative of good government. Open and transparent, efficient in the use of resources, and built with the long-term in mind. But it's also a place that, thanks to the abundance of natural light and the warmth of the oak and walnut, feels incredibly welcoming, calming, and set up for dialogue and diplomacy. This is the kind of intuitive design that allows for good governance, something we hope that the politicians sitting here respond to with enthusiasm.
My thanks to Nick Manise for that report. For more on Geneva City Hall and Bonut Zapata's work, pick up a copy of Monocle's July-August issue on all good newsstands now. And for more design stories, listen to our full-length show, Monocle on Design, which airs on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. I'm Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening.